Hello, I'm Will Yeoman. I'm a CEO of Writing WA, but I'm also a, a freelance travel journalist for the West Australian. And that's why today we're introducing two podcasts with the price of one. This is going to be appearing on Pod Street, Writing WA's official podcast, and also on West Travel Club's The Pod Well Travelled. And it's my pleasure to introduce today our guest, my colleague, Moans Johansson. Moans, welcome to Pod Street and The Pod Well Travelled. Thank you very much, Will. It's a double take, but that's uh, very nice to be part of it. Yeah, no, no, it's great to talk to you again. Um, so, look, listeners of the Podwell Travel might recall that you have a, a slightly interesting background in terms of how you arrived at becoming a travel writer. Uh, you started off in the photographic um, sort of section here at the West Australian and were there for a number of years. But, you know, you'd, you'd have written as well. It's not, it's not to say that you've never <laughs> no, written anything. That, no. That's not, that's ridiculous, but... yeah. You've got to the point now where pretty much you're probably writing is the lion's share, isn't it, of what you do? And photography yes. is probably a little less. So I'd love to know, you know, how you arrived at this point because it's just so interesting. And you're such a great writer now. So to think that it wasn't something you did right from an early age no, to reach this level is quite amazing. No, definitely not. I mean, uh, I arrived in Australia from Denmark about 41 years ago now. Right. Uh, and pretty much... Straight away, I, I, after traveling around a little bit, I, I got a job at the West Australian as a, originally just working in the black and white dark room. So that's how <laughs> oh long God. ago that is. Um, and, uh, but, but I had a, a bit of a background in photography in Denmark yes. with an apprenticeship uh, at a commercial photographer uh, and portrait studio. Okay. Uh, so I sort of knew, you know, had a really good sort of grounding in photography so uh, once they figured out that I could actually take a couple of pictures as well, I started taking pictures for ads uh, originally and that sort of stuff. And uh, then it sort of morphed into news photography and uh, that's where I spent the bulk of my career, mm. um, you know, just as a news and sports photographer. Uh, I had a, a stint as the photographic chief of staff mm. and a stint as picture editor as well before I realised that, you know, managing people and dealing with people wasn't really my forte. <laughs> <laughs> I much preferred to be on the tools. So, yeah, of course. Um, I went uh, went back out shooting again, and about at that time, I started doing the occasional sort of trip for Stephen Scalfield uh, for the travel pages, mm. uh, and writing a little bit there. But that was sort of the occasional thing. And if I had an idea, I would go and speak to Stephen about it, and he said, "Oh yeah, yeah go ahead." And, have a go at that and and he he was sort of a a, a really good guide to me uh, mm. initially uh, you know supporting my because, because he's a great photographer as well as a writer isn't yeah he? so i mean we've got lots of common interests but yeah yes. the photography background uh, uh Stephen has is is similar to to mine so mm. um yeah so we had had a lot in common there but he he was always a really good uh support and and encouraging me to to sort of find my own voice, I guess you know, and and as were you when when we first started working oh, together, you. you know, uh, mm. it's it's. Um, I, I think the writing thing, you know, once you get over, in my case anyway, once I got over the, the sort of uh, initial fears and have a little bit more confidence in mm. yourself and your own voice, mm. then it becomes a bit easier. Um, but there's still times where where you know I, I sort of, I mean, I take you know longer to write my stories than Stephen for example you mm. know who just pumps mm. them out one after another you know <laughs> he's, it's a, he's a, a machine isn't yeah, he yeah yeah 
so uh, it's been it's been an interesting uh, interesting journey and an interesting process and I feel you know even though I got into writing late in my career I think uh, I think it's it's been in 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 many ways a lot more enjoyable because mm. I can sort of flesh things out a little bit and I can you know in some cases you've got times to time to to sort of think a little bit more about you know uh, how how you tell the story, but um, I mean, I also write things like uh, tech reviews and and travel tech. And yeah, like all the latest of, mobile phones and all that yeah, kind of cameras thing, yes. and that sort of mm. stuff. And when you when you have to sort of explain those kind of things in a easy to read sort of language, I guess it's uh, you know you have to think a little bit about it because you don't you don't want to get over technical about things but on the other hand you don't you don't want to gloss over sort of important parts so so i mean all all these things you know travel writing tech writing and those kind of things it's been really interesting and it's kept my uh, gray matter going so it's been good <laughs> i mean it's, it's quite inspirational too because you were what probably in your mid to late 50s i guess when you switched careers yeah. pretty much yeah and that's doesn't happen that often for people. So to get that kind of completely new opportunity reasonably late in your career is just a godsend, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely was because, uh, I mean, uh, some of our listeners may recall, you know, you know, a few, well, five or six years ago, or even 10 years ago, mm. there's been, in the media, there's been lots of restructures and that, and uh, there was a, you know, here at the paper, the West Australian, there were several sort of redundancy rounds and that sort That's of right. stuff. I and, remember those. Yes. And and uh, I I did toy with the idea of, um, uh, you know, totally switching careers and getting out of uh, newspapers as mm. such uh, at that point, but uh, you know, as fate would have it, you know, uh, I got the opportunity to come on board with uh, with Stephen and and uh, the travel team and I haven't looked back since it's yeah, been amazing well, yeah, yeah of course so I'm really interested to know too how you've got to the point where you know what story is best told by a photograph what story is best told by words and, and how those two actually work together in the context of an entire feature or a series of stories on one of your travel assignments for example yeah I, I think we've discussed this before I mean I I kind of um uh, I don't know how how do I explain this, but I guess if I explain how I go about uh, a typical assignment, mm. um, because I haven't got, I was never taught shorthand or anything like that, so I, I, you know, take lots of pictures. They're yes. kind of my notes. I mean, I take notes as well, of course, but they're they're generally sort of just keywords, you know, yes. that that sort of prompts my. Uh, or, or I guess memory. place names or people, yeah, like names actual names that names you need to remember. People, yes, those kind yes. of things. So it's a combination of, of the photographs and, and those sort of key keywords, I guess, that I use to sort of construct my story basically yeah. when when I get back. And sometimes it's a it's a photograph that inspires a story or mm. that, that you start that, that that's that's the starting that, point. That, the yeah, photograph. that's the starting point. Mm. And and other times it's not. So it's kinda like it's a it's a bit of a moving feast, uh, as as you'd be well aware of yeah, as well. Look, I mean you, you we've discussed this a few times as mm. well and, and you you use a similar approach don't you? Oh, 100%. Yeah, sometimes it's a photograph that will trigger a story. At the time, it's the other way around. But also, I, I like, like you, particularly with the, the phone cameras, 
you to just take reams of photographs that are, you're never going to use in print, yep. but they're there so that you can use them to remind you of something or you can use them as it's, you know, in a way almost you're describing the photograph and through the photograph you're describing the actual, yeah. you know, place you were. Mm. So yeah. you can get that real detail, can't you, which you can't get just from memory alone or even notes. No, that's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, we've... I mean, the mobile phones and, and all their capabilities have sort of revolutionised the way we do things, certainly in travel, I think, mm. specifically because we can record sounds and, you know, you can you can record your own impressions as you're walking along describing a place. You just basically uh, dictate them and yeah. you've got a, if you've got an app like Otter or something, you can do straight Ex- from voice to text. Exactly. Know, and, and I think, you know, for me, they're, they're kind of really good things. Mm, uh, absolutely. Like right. Otter is is great if you have a a long interview or something like that and uh, it it'll transcribe most of that you mm. know pretty close to faultlessly uh providing there's no sort of strong accents and, <laughs> well uh, indeed you know, yeah but look all those kind of things it's, but it's, it's better than just right you know having to sort of get back and then sit there and transcribe an interview which i yeah. used to hate doing i mean honestly. yeah yeah mm. and i find with you know just digressing a little bit i mean but with Otto, for example, you know, uh, if I before I would use a quote or something like that, yes. you know, you can you can see the transcript there. But I'd listen to the audio as well, and you fi- often find that there's little sort of uh, things that it doesn't pick up. No. And, and just for accuracy, you know, you'd you'd uh, sort of double check those yeah, kind of things. Yeah, that's a great yeah. thing. You've still got yeah. both. You've always yeah. got the audio and and the text, which yeah. is fantastic. So uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's certainly like. Um, getting involved in the writing has really opened my eyes to uh, got me a little bit more in tune with a lot of sort of little things that happen when you're away on an assignment for example i mean in the past if i uh, as if i cast my mind back to when we used to go as a as a team you know there'd be a a, a writer and a photographer mm-hmm. and you'd be out and about and um you know, there there could be even if you didn't even if you worked really well together, there was sometimes some sort of communication gaps. You know, your impression of a place may not be the same as mine. Yeah. And I think uh, so. There could sometimes be a little disconnect there. You know, mm, when it came to putting the str- the final product together, but but now um, from my point of view, uh, you know. If there's a disconnect, it's my own fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're you're, <laughs> yeah, essentially you're in both charge people. of the uh, exactly the, the whole product, and and you know that's the way we I, I guess in the features section, but certainly in the travel section, we work like that. You know, mm. we we do everything. You know, mm. it's like uh, pictures, words, podcasts, occasionally you know, video, video, yeah, yeah, the whole all those kind of mm. things. So mm. it's a it's a pretty broad skill set, uh, but it's it's Super interesting. Yeah. So, look, what just what has been one of the most satisfying uh, assignments you've done that for you, the, the writing, it just brought out some really strong writing in you. You're really inspired. Um, look, I mean, it's often for me, it's often places. Yes. You know, uh, you sit down. It was one thing Stephen sort of uh, taught me initially is just sit down and just listen to a place and often things come out and I, f- I find you know things like that can just inspire sort of 
you know, that really descriptive writing mm. style. And, uh, you know, one thing I learned, I think, I, when I first started off, and I, I still catch myself doing it, is you can you can be a bit too verbose with those kind of things. You know, yes. you just... Uh, it's a bit flowery. And yeah, exactly. So on on so on. You, you, <laughs> I tend to, to write it. I mean, less is sometimes more, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Uh, so when you say places, you mean like cities land, or, or natural well, landscapes? Well, it, can, or it can be both, but I think it's harder. It, it Well... Not harder, but it can be like when if you're in a city and you're observing yeah. daily life yeah. going by, it can be fairly straightforward to describe. But if you're in a landscape, uh, you know where there's no one else around, and and you're just sitting there listening to the place and and trying to figure out what what that's special about it. You know, I think that can be a little harder, but. Mm. Uh, you just have to take your time. Yeah. So yeah. what? Okay. So what was the last big trip you went on was Cambodia, wasn't it? And places mm-hmm. around yeah. that. So I guess that offered both experiences, didn't it? The the cities and uh, the jungles and everything as well, and the river, yeah. of course. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a really good example. Uh, you know, because I mean, you know, big cities like Phnom Penh, for yes. example, in Cambodia is is you know just full of life and interesting things when you. If you have, if you haven't been there before, it can be a bit of a confronting place. Mm. There's all kinds of strange things happening. Sure. Um, but but uh, visiting a place like Angkor Wat up uh, near Siem Reap is quite a spiritual sort of mm. uh, experience. And even though in these kind of places like Angkor Wat, there's there can be a lot of people around, there's still opportunities to sort of find a quiet corner or quiet spot and really sort of take it all in you know mm, and lovely. Uh, yeah I, I really enjoy those kind of things they're, they're to me the the special parts of this job yeah and I, I have to admit just trying to remember the, some of the stories you'd written out of that job I, I do I did enjoy most like the, the, the river the river stories like some mm. of the places that you encountered along the river but also the experience of being on the river as well yeah I think uh, so so this uh, the I've been up to Cambodia and Vietnam a couple of yes. times recently, but the la- latest one was a river cruise from uh, Vietnam and then up to mm. uh, up to a port close to Siem Reap, yes. um, along the Mekong River, and and amazing. just just mm. moments sitting uh, on the on the riverboat. You know, you're sitting up there looking out over the river and watching the farmers tend their fields in the yes. mornings and uh, you know there's a sampang with uh, with you know orange clad monks you know cruising up the mm. river you know it's kind of it's just little snippets of of both pictures in your in your mind and of it's course almost impressions isn't it it's yeah, impressionistic yeah, these little yeah. sort of like a patchwork of images and it builds yeah. up into a sort of a story doesn't it yeah exactly mm. uh, and you know when you start off with with just a couple of moments like that and then before you know it you've you've built a you built a story and yeah it just i i don't know the the science behind it all it just comes out some, somehow well, it's, they, <laughs> they, they do call it entering the flow state it's a bit like it can happen in sports it can happen in art but if in writing mm. as well if you allow yourself to get into that it just starts to flow so you've got the literal flow of the river and then you've got the flow of your words you yes know, yes in, in the flow That's state right. and I, so i know exactly what you mean and it's great to have those kinds of moments that inspire that that trigger that 
yeah. that flow, and then it's effortless, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it can be. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, I think early on, uh, I've you know a few times I've, I've spoken to Steve, and I said, "Oh, I'm just struggling to get into this," and he says, "Oh, just start writing," and and it's it's such simple but such good advice because you might start something and it it just doesn't really work to begin with mm. but because you start a thought process and a, a, it, it, a writing it gets process, you into that space it gets you it? in there yes. and then then you can start messing around with perhaps the order or or how you how you present it after but the thing is that you've got something to play with as before you, it's that sort of procrastination, and I, I experience it too. Where you just don't want to start, yeah, because you don't know how to start. That's right, yeah. and you don't realise. You forget sometimes. You just just start, yeah, and it'll yeah. get you where you need to be. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Oh, it's really uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's been like that part in particular has for me been the most enjoyable part of mm. starting to write more. Mm. You know, mm. just seeing where it takes you because sometimes it's quite unexpected. You know, oh, that, that's one. Yeah. It's, it's it's literally like a journey itself, isn't it? Yeah. You don't really know where you're going sometimes. That's right. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Well, moments. Look, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today on both Pod Street and the Pod Well Travelled, and hearing more about your uh, literal and figurative journeys <laughs> <laughs> through writing and photography. Well, thanks for asking me along. No, no problems. You have a great day. You too. Thanks. <laughs>